including bending wheat over a fire, hiring Adam. We discuss why certain things are not listed in these four of Then we discuss the case where, where the animal actually digs under the fence where it'll be potter, what that case was. And when the uh, robbers, the list of them are going to be chayiv. We begin with Rabbi Yeshua, who tells us that there are four things that if someone does them, he's potter b'dina adam. The court's not going to make him pay, but he's chayiv b'dina shemayim. He'll have to deal with it after 120. These four things are, number one, someone who knocks down a fence so that this animal, someone else's animal, could go out and damage. Number two, someone who bends his friend's wheat over to get it caught by a fire that's already raging. Number three, someone who rents false adim to testify. And number four, someone who has testimony, he knows something, and he refuses to testify. Now the Gemara breaks down these four cases and clarifies them. Number one, when he breaks down his friend's fence and then the animal comes out, if it was a healthy fence, a strong fence, then you should be chayiv for breaking the fence. Fine, you won't be chayev b'dine odom for the animal that was grama. But if it was a good fence, you should be chayev for the fence. The Gemara says, no, it was a, it was a re'u'ah fence, a decrepit fence. Next, someone bends over the wheat into the fire. The, the case can't be that a regular wind now came and made the wheat catch fire because then you'll be chayev b'dine odom too. So we have two answers what happened here. Either... A Ruach Sha'ina came and caught fire. So it's true. You can't be Mechaev, you hear. This was unaccepted, uh, unexpected. But B'dina Shemayim, you are responsible that this Ainu Mitsuya wind got this wheat conflagrated. And the second answer of Ashi says is that you actually went and hid your friend's stuff. So that now when the fire comes and burns it, the guy who started the fire is going to be Potter. In the third case, when someone hires Adim to lie, if he's hiring them for himself, he's going to be chayivs. Even with any Adam. Selim, I hired it for his friend. He's saying to lie about his friend's case, so he's not the one that's going to be getting the money. Mikubetza says that if you hire them to, to testify falsely about the truth, even though they weren't there to witness it, he's not going to be chayiv for that, even though he's over on... He's not going to be in the because Lamaisa was true. And in the fourth case, when the guy is has testimony but he doesn't say it, he doesn't testify. It can't be a case where he's with someone else and you have stay edim who aren't testifying because that's an issue right. So if it's an he's the only one who saw it and he didn't testify his edechod. The Gemara says, wait, these are the only four cases where you'll have someone who's part of the other Mechaib and the And the Gemara rattles off cases that also have this din. If someone does melacha with the Mechatas or with the Paraduma itself, so there's no physical change in it, but it's now puzzle. Or if someone puts poison in front of his friend's animal and his friend is the one that eats it. Or if someone gives a coal to a Cherushet Vakatan. And then that goes and damages. If someone scares someone, yells in his ear. If someone smashes his pitcher and he doesn't clean it up and then a camel comes 
or a camel falls and he doesn't pick up his camel. So Ramayor says he's chayim, but the Chachamim say he's padim din adam chayim din shemayim. All these cases, the Gemara says, you're right. There are tons of cases, but these four gafka had to be pointed out by Rabbi Yeshua because there's a reason to think that you should not even be chayiv bidine shemayim. Let's go through them. Number one, when you knock down the fence. He already said that this was a bad fence. So maybe this fence would have fallen down without me. An animal would have done the damage without me. Maybe I shouldn't even be high. You are. Number two. When he bends over the wheat flames, maybe. Since we established that it was a Ruach She'ena Metsuya. Maybe the fire would have caught without me. Kamash Malan, you're still chayev. And Ravashi, who says that he covered it over and made it tomun, he could say, I was trying to protect your stuff from the fire. I wasn't trying to make you, you not get payment. In the third case, when he hires Edom to testify and his friends, maybe we, sh- we shouldn't be mechaev the hirer at all because why did you guys listen to me and give this false testimony? Kamash he's still going to be chayev for hiring them. In the fourth case, where he knows Edos, again, we said this is an Eid Echad. Now with an Eid Echad, a guy could be moide, or he could continue and swear falsely. The Eid Echad just makes him swear. And so how do I know that my testimony is going to solve things? Maybe it's just going to let the case carry on. It's just going to make him swear and then nothing changed. So maybe I shouldn't be chayv because Neidecha doesn't necessarily do much. Kamash Malani is still going to be chayv for not testifying. And the next step of our mission, we said that if the fence falls down at night or bad guys break down the fence, you're going to be potter in that case. Now, Rabba says that's only in a case where the animal dug deep down in the ground to get out. But if not, you're still going to be chayev. Where says, what are you talking about, Rabba? What's he going on? If it's a healthy fence, why would you be chayev just because your animal didn't dig all the way down? You did everything you were supposed to do. So what, it's a bad fence? Then you should be chayev... Even if it does dig all the way down in this crazy Oynes case, because it's Tchilosi B'Pshia, you made a bad fence. For safe about Oynes, that the animal dug all the way down. So in Echanami, we have one Tana that says Tchilosi B'Pshia, for safe about Oynes is Potter. But there's a Tana that says Yechayev. Elamai the Gemara answers, I'm just talking about where it was a perfectly good fence. Then even if the animal didn't dig all the way down. Rabba is saying there has to be a case where he digs all the way down in the Seifa, in the, in the second case where you leave your animal in the sun, or you give it to a chershed of a koton to take care of, then when your animal damages, you'll be chayiv. Rabbi says, you're going to be chayiv even if it did this crazy sort of a damage, digging all the way down. Not only if it was a total pshia and the animal somehow went out and damaged, but even if the animal ended up doing an oinus at the end. He did this wackadoodle thing that you never should have expected, digging all the way down, you're still going to be chayiv because you did a pshia hascholo. It's all considered a pshia, and you'll be chayiv. Why? Lamaisa, there's a ton of hold should be potter. And Lamaisa wasn't oinus at the end. Why are you chayiv for that? Even though did this crazy digging, and because we're gonna tell him you left it in the sun, and. We knew that it would come up with any sort of a crazy tactic that it could come up with to get out of this discomfort, which could mean even this Oynus digger digging. 
Then the next step of our Mishnah, we said that if the listim themselves actually pull out the animal and then the animal damages, in that case, the listim are, are going to be chayiv. Gemara says, well, isn't that Pashut? Once they take out the animals, it's in their rishos. For all intents and purposes, right? But Taisvis tells us over here, the Gabehezek, they're considered the owners as long as they're the ones who are able to guard it. The Gemara answers that it's not so partial because we're talking about an interesting case. It's not that they grabbed the animals by the reins and led them out. We're talking about where they didn't touch the animals at all. They just stood and didn't let the animal pass. So by in doing so, they steered it out of the corral. You find this also by Rabba or Masna or Marav, who says that if someone stands his animal up by his friend's wheat stalk, he's going to be chayev for it. Well, the Gemara says, of course. <laughs> he might as well have used his sickle. Oh, so the Gemara answer is that he actually just, he didn't carry him over to the wheat. He just stood in every other direction. So that's where the animal was steered towards. But Abayi actually tells us a totally different answer. The case by the wheat was where he hit the animal. That's why he's high, because he hit the animal and, and, and in doing so got it to eat the wheat. So, so to over here, we're, to, we're talking about where the list him, we could say, hit the animals to get it to leave. That's why it's not entirely posture that they're going to be high for it. But look, Kamash Malan, that they are, because they were the ones that caused these animals to go out and damage. Now, we said that a, in the Mishnah, a shepherd takes the place of the Bailam. Well, actually, just says Tachtov, takes his place. And the Gemara clarifies. Take, whose place is the shepherd taking? Is he taking the Baal's place? The owner of the animal? That's not a chedesh. We already learned this in a Mishnah. That if someone hands his animal to Hashem, they take the place of the Baalim. So this shepherd is a Shemer Sachar. Of course he's going to take its place. We're talking about a case of a Shemer who gives it to the shepherds. That's where the shepherd takes over. The Gemara says, wait, and the shamer is going to be potter? L'choyro, this is a bomb kash on Rava. Because Rava says that if a shamer passes on his duties to someone else, that shamer is chayv. A shamer is not allowed to give away the thing that he's guarding to someone else to watch. And over here we're telling me that the royim, the shepherds, take over for the shamer. The royim are chayv, not the shamer anymore. But Rava would say... That our case of handing it over to a shepherd, it wasn't just Stam, a random shoymer giving it over to shepherds. He gave it to a shepherd and the shepherd passed it on to his apprentice. That's a normal thing to do. And when you give your animals to a shepherd, you assume that he'll be passing it on to his apprentice to help. Some people learned that from the fact that we learned that uh, the, the case in a mission was where he handed it to a roya, to a shepherd, not just to someone else. It means that he gave it to a shepherd who handed it over to his apprentice. If he gave it to someone else, it would be like Rava said. And this would be a riot to Rava. Though, when you're learning it this way, it's not necessarily a riot because by shepherds, it's normal to pass on to the apprentice. That's expected. As opposed to a random shamer, you don't expect your shamer to pass it on to a second-hand shamer. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.